Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. Hey, I am your host, and I'm here on a very, very interesting morning. Oh, my goodness. Here it is. It's Saturday at 6 a.m. in California here. It's July the 28th. Waking Up in America and Our American Cafe actually come a lot of times from what I've read in the newspaper that week or people that call me and say somebody should be on the air with it. There's just different ways that the information comes, and when it does, it always turns out to be more than I imagined. And I my birthday is next month, August, and I always like to give myself a birthday treat. And one of those birthday treats is um, J.R. Ewing, <laughs> Mary Martin's son, Larry Hagman. That's how I first met him was through Mary Martin many years ago. And he's with us today as J.R. and Dallas is successfully riveting the airwaves again. And J.R. is about as evil as you can make him. I remember this one line when he's saying, yes, he's my son, tip to tail. And you knew he was describing a little baby devil. Uh, it was just he does a good job of it. What you don't know or may not know about uh, J.R. Ewing is that Larry Hagman himself, Larry, do you still own that, um, do you still own Heaven North? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's the world's, that's actually the largest solar facility privately owned in the United States, right? That's right. So in the background, while you're hearing all this stuff and you know how evil the man can be and you've been watching him be it for years, um, he has this tone. I met him actually through Dennis Weaver and the hydrogen car drive in 2001 when we drove hydrogen cars across the United States. So clearly the technology is here to do everything that you uh, that you could imagine could be done and effectively and efficiently, and there's a lot of nervous people on this planet that don't want things taken, um, little little routines, financial money machines that they've had going for a long time taken away from them. So through that, you know, meet Tom Murphy, who's here. You may not know his name as strongly as you know um, as you know Jr. or Larry Hagman, and you'll find out more about what Tom's up to. So. Tom, um, just a quick good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Thank you, Val. I appreciate <laughs> the advice. He's having a hell of a week. I think that's. I think you can say hell on television. Certainly, we've experienced it in our consciousness. And the big redheaded guy is here too, making everything great with Jason Winter Tea. So, emergency management solutions. We've been in emergency all week, haven't we? <laughs> all week, and the week before, and the week before that. <laughs> <laughs> my cat, my cat, uh, Clark, I had to take Clark to the hospital on Monday, and I actually took my um, son to the hospital on Monday, too, and it's been hospital conversations all week, and I now have a $3,000 vet bill and IVs hanging around the house and all this kind of good stuff, and John, John, he got over it quickly, so... Here we are this morning. Now, it's not all easy, okay? What we want you to know is being here on planet Earth and doing what you think is the right thing is not necessarily all easy here. So here we go. We've got a program for you today that I think you'll find very interesting. And um, we're going to start with JR. JR's on a tight schedule this morning. Can you believe that? 
And uh, we're going to introduce Tom to Jr. because Tom's done something really, 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 really brilliant. And I was wondering, um, Jr., if you could, or Larry, <laughs> actually, I'm leaning towards the devil when I call you that. Um, would you tell people a little bit about what you did at Heaven North and what makes it the largest facility in the U.S.? Uh, well, it's the largest uh, home in, in America, uh, residence in America. I have more solar panels, I think, than anybody. There is somebody down in uh, San Diego, or that area, that has a larger array of solar uh, panels, but um, they won't admit who they are. So <laughs> they say that I've got the largest that I know of. Um, yeah, well, uh, when uh, the whole eastern coast went uh, dark a few years ago, uh, because a tree fell on a power line in Ohio, at least that's what they tell us, uh, I decided to solarize my um, my orchard. I have a lot of avocados where I live up in Ohio. And that worked so well, I decided to do the whole home. And I, uh, I, I make uh, 87 kilowatts of uh, power. Uh, and uh, I'm totally, I, I could be off the grid if I had the battery system back up. Uh-huh. The grid is the system, as my as uh, my battery. So that's my story. Well, well, that's excellent. And I'm wondering what what kind of um, what kind of facility do you have for processing water or sewage or whatever at Heaven North? I'm curious. I don't have any. Well, then I have an introduction for you, Tom Murphy. <laughs> may I introduce you once again to Larry Hagman? And tell Larry and our listening audience and CW to get your ears open on this one. You're going to love it. Uh, what you what you developed? <clears throat> well, I developed what's referred to as the reclamator. And uh, at first, it was just simply to reclaim, repurify. Uh, what they say is to to reclaim the biological, physical uh, integrity of the water. The, 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 chemical, physical, biological integrity of the water after it's been used in the household or nowadays before it even is allowed to get into the household because uh, it's a homeland security issue everyone's concerned about. So at first... Oh, wait, 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 slow down. What's the homeland security issue that that's affecting the water? Well, it's a homeland security issue because when, when we have a centralized water supply... You never know who can put something in that water to, uh, to, uh, you know, to affect the people. You know what's uh, funny, Tom? I actually wrote a well, screenplay in which we put ecstasy in the water supply and made everybody happy. Oh, well, there was you a, go. Well, I liked exactly. it. It was called Just in Time, and this team of women went out and went into And then we showed different scenes in the movie, like where uh-huh. people were when they were drinking the water that had the ecstasy in it. We had judges being generous and people being let out of jail and all kinds of stuff, which would be really uh, good for you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's beautiful. And so, <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I developed it. Now is is the latter part of eighties, and uh, in Hawaii, and sure enough, it was just an accident, as most things are, that it completely reclaims and restructures the water to a to a healthy anti carcinogenic uh, alkaline level of between seven point five and eight. Do you love this, uh, the, Larry? Seven point five and seven point eight. Your water naturally. Naturally. 
Wouldn't that be good for you, Larry? I don't know. Well, uh, CW, you're there. Tell Dr. them what. Let, let's, let's share with everybody what, what uh, or maybe we can have uh, Tom share what that means, having 7.5 or well, Actually, 8. I was going to ask you to share, because we haven't heard much out of you yet this morning, and I know you and I were having that conversation on Alkaline this week. Okay. It's anti-carcinogenic. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, that, that's probably the simplest way to put it, but what that means is it... it as anti-carcinogenic, if, when you drink water that's 7.5 or greater, it increases your pH, and when you increase your pH in your body, disease cannot exist. See, it's, it's, another way to put it is it's oxygenating your body. See, disease cannot exist where oxygen exists. This is pro- the problem with people with cancer. Uh, and can- Where cancer grows, it grows in a an environment where there's no oxygen. So if you can keep your body fed, completely oxygenated, the disease cannot exist. It just can't. And, right. uh, and, and so that's the importance of 7.5. And as you know, Dr. Val, uh, for the last year, all the water that I consume is 7.5 or greater. Yeah, I do. That was what we were talking about, Larry, and it's a really interesting conversation. And um, what you guys don't know is my sister got diagnosed with stage 4 cancer last week, so I've been examining all this stuff. So here's Tom. He's telling you you can put it in, in, in your home, that it's the easy thing. What does it cost, Tom, to, to get your house set up so that it's redoing all of its water and off the grid? Well, we have a program that's uh, being set up to where it's not going to cost the people anything. It, it, we can Are you saying you'd have to have government approval first? Forget it. Well, the deal is, we. what I'm saying is the government, when we developed it and had it tested by the National Sanitation Foundation and proved that it completely eliminated all nitrate discharge and, uh, and recovered the pH value, uh, in 1995, March 1, that result of that test at the National Sanitation Foundation went out to all regulatory authorities nationally and in, and in British Columbia, and the EPA boycotted the technology. My point, they exactly. We did over 100 projects internationally before they realized that we were reclaiming the water to a high, pure level, and they boycotted it. And since then, we've learned an awful lot. But uh, the beauty about this that Larry would like is that in the early, uh, around... 2001-2002, we developed a way to capture the air that we put into the process to provide aeration, as uh, as it's referred to, and it, it we now convert the air power into into hydraulic power, which we're able to capture the hydraulic current created by the aeration within the reactor. And we generate electricity, and it's calculated to produce uh, as much as 800% efficiency. Wow, that's incredible. So yeah, since this, the government won't be doing it because it's too threatening to all the systems that exist, or at least they won't be doing it in the, under the current regime, okay, right. um, what... How would a person go about getting this started themselves? And um, it, I can almost hear Larry's ears perked up because he's... This is one smart dude. I've seen it over the years. And um, Larry, what 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 kind of 
I assume you had a septic tank at, at Heaven at Seven North, right? Or do you? Yeah. Was that no, I had well water. He has well water and a septic tank. So how would this fit inside of his system? Or well, let me ask you a further question before we hop over to that. There are people in our lives that have Alzheimer's and diabetes, and I've got a cat upstairs now and insulin twice a day. Um, how can this water be used to affect that? Or does it affect that? Uh, can it be used for what? Does it affect or improve, say, Alzheimer's or diabetes or a lot of the common things that people are suffering with today? Are they affected by this water? I They're positively affected because of the pH value, and, and it eliminates all the nitrates associated with the water. Uh, it's literally, the, the integrity of the water is literally reclaimed, uh, actually improved to be better than, the water, uh, than, than when the water came in. Okay, what about in a in the city or apartments or houses? Is there a system that goes on the whole house or the whole apartment? Yes, yes. It can be scaled from single-family dwelling all the way up. Uh, what is ironic about this is there was an act called the Clean Water Act that was initiated literally by Kennedy um, before he was shot. And he knew that there were two things that we had to do. We had to get away from the International Monetary Fund, system of currency, and we had to gain control of our water to stop discharging all these toxins into our drinking water supplies in our ocean. Our ocean, we've literally almost dropped a full point of pH in our oceans Whoa, as a result a of all of our discharge. Yeah, uh, huge. That's a lot. So you can you, you can see he's got some big stuff going on, Tom and um, CW. If you have a quickie, um, I want to find out what Jr. is up to and Dallas is up to, and then we're going to tell what Tom is up to, and it's not too much fun. One of the quick questions I would have, as as it was mentioned a while ago, Tom, you said that the, uh, it removes all the nitrates. Now, uh, the question I have is: there a byproduct of waste that? go somewhere, the nitrates or solids or anything like that? Is there a byproduct? <clears throat> there's, there's always a by, byproduct when you're, when you're treating organics, um, but it accumulates about once every year. On a, uh, we'll talk about single-family dwelling units, which are actually required to be implemented by law uh, <laughs> since uh, July 1, 1973. But there's a little byproduct about once over five years. That byproduct we refer to as ash must be removed from the system, very much like in a fireplace. After you burn a quart of wood, you got to haul out some ashes. So very you just good, uh, good. rinse out the system or remove it from the system and just what, put it in a compost pile or put it in your garden? And um, Actually, it's, it it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's pretty much... Uh, clean at that time. I don't know how to say this, but it's it's no, not a uh, waste you're product. You're doing fine. It's, it's, you're doing fine. We'll talk about it and we'll talk about clavis multrums and stuff like that too. I just want to make sure that um, Larry gives us an update on his life because I had followed him around for years, watching him on different shows like you know Desperate Housewives. Boy, you, you were mean on Desperate Housewives too. Remember that? You were mean. Well, Larry's been my hero for a long time because I'm texting too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started out as such a sweet captain with Jeannie. Jeannie's still around, isn't she, um, Larry? Well, Reed, yeah. yeah. She's, she's looking, looking great. Yeah, she's looking great. Is she, do you know, is she doing anything right now? 
I don't know. I was in Australia with her about uh, eight months ago um, on a signing tour, and she's just in great shape and looking wonderful. Oh, that's terrific. Jeannie, uh, those of you that remember Jeannie, I have, I have one of Jeannie's ex-homes. Um, I, I've got a bottle, a Jeannie bottle with Larry Hagman's signature on it. You made me a rich woman. They sold that one at, at um, Julian's Auctions. And by the way, Julian's Auctions, check these guys out. They're terrific. They sell movie star memorabilia. They got $8,000 for that one bottle. I was very happy to hear that, Larry. So thank you very much on that. Tell us what it's like to be back on Dallas and how that is, because um, you're looking good. Well, I'm feeling good, uh, looking good, and uh, working again at 80, which is pretty good. <laughs> uh, well, Dallas is coming along well. It's got good ratings, and uh, I think we're in our we're going into our seventh show now. Cool. And um, our eighth, whatever it is, we, we did ten, and it's uh, it's fast moving, and they they compressed one uh, like three of the old shows into one now. I mean, it moves so fast. If you get up to take a uh, or get a beer, <laughs> very cute. Okay, good save. Uh, you might miss a whole bunch of it, so. But this uh, it seems to be very successful. We just got picked up for fifteen more. Oh, and, good. Uh, gonna go down to Dallas, put uh, them all down there, and leaving uh, in the middle of September, and be back in April, I think. Okay, very good. So Linda's uh, Linda travels down there with you, Linda Gray. Who's that? Linda or Linda Evans, rather. No, Linda, Linda Gray. I was right the first time. Picked up here, it? and we have four new kids that uh, play our sons and daughters, and. And uh, they were wonderful. So, now, is it the same old South Fork? Did they save South Fork and then? Yeah, 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 South Fork. Oh. So, welcome home, Jr. And um, just really thank you for what you do in the world. And um, uh, one of the things that I did want to talk to you about was the veterans programs. One of the things that I have committed to for the rest of my life is I found out a bunch of veterans who are still in Korea. And Tom, this fits for you too. Since 1953, um, prisoners have been held. And they're still working 50 years later, or 60-something years later, in the slave um, slave mines in Korea. And there are also um, Vietnamese men and women, war veterans, that are working over there, too, and our government fails to reclaim them. So um, I'm not going to talk much about that on the show today. I just want to put it out in the space and make sure that you guys know that we're up to this. And I'm getting people are sending me connections on people that are concerned about veterans, our own government refuses to let them come back uh, for some kind of political mambo-pombo. And, um, Tom, you're in the middle of political mambo-pombo right now with um, the fact that wasn't your house just searched this week and things of that nature. Right. uh, And what's that? And let our listeners know what that's all about. Well, as I said, we... uh, we have technology that basically removes you from the grid um, and uh, it produces water and electricity. It's required by law to be implemented, and our government would not recognize it. They've done everything they can to, to oppress it. And uh, what's happened is as we got up to the point to where we developed the hydroelectric turbines that go in the reactor to create electricity, um, they uh, they refused. In 2005, we were going to bring one in for 402 homes in the central uh, central 
part of California, Los Banos, a project in Los Banos, and the uh, government literally shut it down and bankrupted the, the uh, developer because they did not want anything to come in that would reclaim water because they're a wastewater enterprise. Literally, our government is a wastewater enterprise. We've traced it all the way back to the Guild in London, and uh, what's what amazing is what we've uncovered. London? How do you trace a wastewater enterprise to a Guild in London? What does that mean to listeners? Uh, it, this Guild is, uh, is uh, one of our associates is most familiar with it because she grew up looking out her window at this place called the Guild, and it's it's uh, it's a Freemasons uh, organization. It goes way back, uh, and they literally organized as the civil engineers a certain segment. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are civil engineers, but a certain segment of civil engineers organized with with the uh, bankers, which are uh, uh, bar attorneys, and to come over and establish. And establish corporations to run our government and control our water and, and waste it. And we're wasting <laughs> about 500 billion gallons of water every single day. And even though the Clean Water Act required mandates that we contain and control all toxic pollutants and reuse the water at each individual source. Uh, yeah, but who's you know, coming after you this week? Haven't you spent a little time in court? The, yeah, it's a. Uh, They've been attacking me, uh, doing malicious charges against me now for about three, four years, and uh, we've been fighting them off. But it's the counties, the counties uh, are trying to um, shut shut this down. <laughs> yeah, well, what it's I was wondering is, if we got one county, and you know, maybe it's Ojai. By the by, the way, Larry, you know that Ojai has refused to have, let the smart meters in. Did you know that? Refused to have what? Ojai Council voted to not let smart meters into Ojai. Oh yeah. Now you've got your own um, you got your own electricity there, but think of all the people. These smart meters are supposed to uh, they're supposed to radiate things. In fact, they've made me pay a seventy five dollar charge not to have one at the house, and then they're going to charge me an extra ten bucks a month not to have one of these meters because my son sleeps very close to one and has been warned that that's dangerous, but. Southern California Edison is charging penalties for not using it. So we've got a crazy thing going on here. Tom, Tom is being persecuted, okay, just absolutely persecuted in court. While he was in court, they went and they went through his house and all kinds of stuff. And I've been head of Science, Health, and Technology Committee in the Republic for, um, I was head of that for over a year. And what I'll tell you is, um, you know the Rife equipment and stuff like that, Larry. I don't. Do you know about Rife? Do you guys know Rife? No. Okay. Well, Rife created um, a light. Um, it's actually at light. You can find it at lifelighttherapy.com, and Pamela will tell people about it. It's at area code eight zero five four four nine nine two nine nine, and the website is. Http www.rifemachine.com. This guy back in the 1920s created all kinds of cures for things that people die of on a regular basis, and I just got <clears throat> sick of it. And then my my do- my cat got sick this week, and my sister's <laughs> stage four cancer, 
And you know what? I don't think any of them have to die of it. I've got the cat being worked on by laser, and I'm looking at having to get my hands on a rice machine for my sister because the stuff changes. Like pH, like you, Tom, and CW, you were talking about pH raising frequency. The rife machine does the same thing. It's a light, and this they treat cancer patients like three times a day, and then they're cancer-free, and they don't have all those awful side effects. They're working with people on diabetes, all the stuff that you start to really have come up on you as your as your body ages. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows that. And Tom's website is n like the c s e a dot u s, but put an n in front of it, so it's n sea.us and you can find out what his programs are about and and contact him and figure out a way maybe in your community to make something happen and CW while we're, I'm getting all heated up here I think you better tell people about Protandin and Sir Jason Leonard T before I go over the lid over the top I'll tell you the Protandin if you're looking uh, ever to help straighten out some things in your life Protandin is a good start as a supplement uh, it's not a cure-all, but it does. It did help balance or stabilize my uh, uh, diabetes. And I'm not uh, saying it would work for everybody, but uh, I, 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 even when I talk about it to this day, I find myself uh, just still questioning how this worked. But uh, when I was having problems with my diabetes spiking, and you finally talked me into after several months of <laughs> trying Protan. Viv and I, we had to sit on your head. Usually, well, you, you officially threw it into my hands and said, take this, <laughs> and I finally did, and I noticed a change in my readings, and I could only attribute it to when I started taking the pretender. So I stopped for a little while, and my sugar started spiking again, and uh, I figured, well, okay, we'll get back on it, and I did, and it stabilized, and it's been stable ever since. Now, you know, CW, I don't have diabetes, but... Does somebody have something going on in the background here? If, if you do, would you mute your phone, please? Um, I don't have I'm those things. What I've noticed cure. is it, more energy. Yeah, it's not a cure, but it, does, uh, it, does, it helps take care of things in your body, well, whatever's yeah. going on. It'll help, it'll help take it. You get more energy. I, I, I used to hit that 3 o'clock wall. Uh, I don't hit that as often anymore as I used to. Uh, it, okay, it's just, very uh, good. Well, um, let's talk okay. about Jason Leonard T, and then let's get ready to say goodbye to Jr. because he needs to get off in a couple minutes. Well, Jason Winters T, oh my lord! Uh, in the summertime, when uh, I'm hot and bothered, and you're looking for a refreshing drink, the neat thing about Jason Winters T is not only does it taste good, the herbal formulation that Sir Jason created is also good for you. Uh, all the herbs in there has been uh, connected to supporting good health, fighting disease. It helped him uh, eliminate a debilitating uh, medical issue he had. Uh, we're not supposed to say cancer on, on, about it, but no, that's you what he can't, had. No, you can say cancer, but you can't say anything improves the situation. And, uh, well, the best thing to say about that is he had it. He was told he wasn't going to make it. He said there's got to be a better way. His sons carried him around the world, literally, back in the 70s. He found all these herbs, and uh, through trial and error, he developed this tea, and after using it, no more 
So let me really be gross here, okay? They, the cure for what he had in those days was they cut out your tongue. Yeah. So he didn't like that. It, it would, yeah, it wouldn't prolong his life And he never got his tongue cut out. That's the important thing oh, to did. remember here. Right. <laughs> so, CW, thank you so much. Do you want to ask Larry Hagman a question? We've got it for two minutes and three seconds. Can't even speak. You know, Larry, this is the second time we've had the opportunity to be on the radio, and we really haven't talked much at all. But So instead of asking a question, I just have a small request. Because yeah. you're such a, a beloved person throughout the uh, world. Uh, my request is, please don't stop. <laughs> please don't stop. Yeah. Please continue. Uh, you my damn life for, for, well, since the beginning of your career, and... Uh, I thank you, and I'm sure many of our people in our audience thank you, too. So please, please don't stop. No. You know, Larry, the first time I saw your picture was in your mother's program of Peter Pan, and it had a picture of you wearing a sailor suit, and you were in the chorus line of South Pacific. And yeah. I went, I really like that man. I hope I meet him someday. And I'm just... Whatever that premonition was, whatever that funny thing is, I mean, how? why do you pick a guy out of a chorus line and say you'd like to know him? Because I think I recognize great or the possibility of greatness, and I just want to tell you that the way you're living your life, um, I, I really respect and admire you for it. And <laughs> I'm very glad that they didn't successfully kill Jr. many years ago because you seem to have, yeah, a lot of fun. You have a lot of fun being Jr. I can see that. <laughs> I do. And for anybody that hasn't seen Ed Asner or Santa Claus as the as the killer on Hawaii Five O, know that uh, there are times when it just really feels good to act bad and know that you can turn back into good again. Uh, is there anything else that you're doing that you would like to direct us to um, a, a play or a television show or interview or something that Linda's up to or? Well, I tell you, I uh, just watch AT and T. What do I have on? You're at TNT, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay, very good. I thought it was TNT. Wednesday yeah, nights at 9, I believe. Uh, yeah, Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock, yeah. And for those of you who aren't around Wednesday night at 9, do what I do, TiVo. <laughs> it's fun. He's got good, you got good lines, and it's nice to see Patrick, too, you know? Patrick and, and Linda Gray. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And good old South Fork and the pictures hanging on the walls and stuff like that. Larry Hagman, you rock. <laughs> Take care. Thank you, darling. All right. Thanks, Larry. God bless. Nice, nice to meet you, Larry. So, Tom, I wanted him to hear what was going on, and um, just because he's a he's a great human being, and he has a, he has a lot of friends, and I'm I'm weaving a basket here of social concern. I've been doing it since 1987, Tom, and you're now part of the weave of wow. the basket and it's like what you stand for and what you do in the world is good larry hagman um for all of his jring and all the television success that he's had and things like that he's got a mind that puts things together in an intelligent way and i didn't think he'd ever heard of what you had in mind before and when people realized that this thing was mandated in 1973 it's like omg i'm going to ask our listeners this show will actually be replayed on Wednesday, August 1st, at Voice America, and you can go to our website at wakingupinamerica.com. You can see how great I looked 20 years ago. I look, I still look good. I look different. 
<laughs> my favorite picture is on the website. You'll always see that. It's on my package of cones. I sell ear cones that actually clean the eustachians tube, a 5,000-year-old process. They tried to get me for that, Tom. Okay. I'm sure. So uh, it's like je- the Bushes didn't like ear cones, and they made them illegal in Texas and Florida. <laughs> so I've just kind of sat quietly in the background, and I have a guy that's in the middle of the night manufactures ear cones, and we well, we sell we sell a number of them. They're rose cones, and they they clean your eustachian tubes, and they're really a good thing for battling chemtrails. Um, <laughs> God. And there's layer of layer and layer and layer of stuff happening. So, Tom, CW and I would like to know how an individual, because we can't wait for a government to do this for us. How does an individual go about getting something like this happening at their place? Well, what we've done is developed a program to where, due to the fact that the Clean Water Act applies to operators and owners of property, you know, maybe not many people know it, but no one owns the property with it except the state. Uh, since 1933, all property is held by the state. So they're the owner of all of our properties, regardless if we think we're the owner of the house or not. We're the we're tenant. The we're the tenant, and and the and we're the operator of the toilet, which is uh, if it doesn't have this technology, it's re- it, the house is literally referred to as as a listed chemical and biological weapon of mass destruction because <laughs> it's, it, it's not containing those 65 listed toxic pollutants that are getting out and through exfiltration and the sewers and et cetera. It's, they're toxifying our waters. And when they draw the water out to get it, send it back to you, they don't remove these toxins. So they're remaining in the water. So, CW, what's happening over there in your head as you're listening to this conversation? First of all, you can hear that this guy knows more than the average person knows about where he lives, like, you know, who's actually running the show here. And when he says nobody owns their land, he isn't kidding, and most people don't know that. No, and this is, this is the, uh, uh, that's the point, Tom, you really perked my interest because I realized you knew exactly what you were doing uh, at that point related to land. This is a huge problem in, in our great nation these days, uh, or in society. We work for the American dream. Part of that American dream is to buy a house, something that we feel we're led to believe we can call our own, only to find out later on in life, if something goes sideways in our life, we don't own it at all. And let me tell the audience something. If you don't believe that, don't pay your property taxes one day. You'll find out. You'll wake up one day and you won't own your house anymore. Because that's right. Those property taxes are nothing but rent. You're paying rent on something that you're also paying for. You're led to believe that it belongs to you, and you're spot on. It does not belong to you. However, there is a silver lining. There's a way yes, around sir. that. Like land? Are you talking land grants now, or what are you talking? Not land grants, but land patents. Uh, you can do a land patent, and there are a couple of other ways to do it as well. Well, uh, what you know, you you're have... bringing up, I'm really worried about Loretta at Windwalker because they've got her Windwalker Ranch, the home of the Republic, scheduled to go on sale August 21st or 28th. I can't remember what day. 
And I keep thinking, you know, that one of the projects that we're in are going to take care of it, but I have zero faith in those things showing up in time to save her. Well, the process is actually very, well, the process is actually very simple. It's labor-intensive, but simple. Here's the problem that that, uh, will try and affect your silver lining. You do need to file things properly. You have to do proper research. However... Because of these filings that you have to do, you will be fought every step of the way. You'll be told you can't do that. Some will even go as far as saying it's against the law when it isn't. Uh, They don't want you to have control of your property. And I think, uh, Tom, can you back me up on some of this? Do you have some stuff to add? I can. I can. You're absolutely right. And and that's a big problem that we're having nationally is people are being all these foreclosures that are going on, but we've also come up with a way to stop all that, too. And it's just simply, uh, it's, a, it's a program that we can get into at another time, but just to give you a real brief of it, is we have a way that the owner can acknowledge their unlawful discharge and, and the lien for the damages is filed against their home, so then nobody wants it. See, so what he's talking about, Dr. Val, is uh, what I like to call making something so toxic, but yet you have control of it that the, <laughs> Maybe the authorities won't even want. They don't even want to participate. They he's hear doing is he's, he's sacking the, the trash out of the toilets and he's dumping it on the system. That's good. I was wondering what to do with those those bags of ash, and now I know exactly what to do with them. I'll send them. Yeah. They've got my property take them, take scheduled for sale. Huh? Take them downtown. Let the authorities have them. I know. They've got my property scheduled for sale, and I kept thinking, you know, the time goes along, okay, and something will happen. But for Loretta, it's like August is happening. So, And for Tom, Tom, didn't your home get raided or something this week while you were in in court defending yourself? Right. You know, they, they, they're doing everything they can to get rid of the technology. They came in and, and raided the home and took, took all files that related to, to the court proceedings that we're going to. They took our, our, all of our original files, and they took all of our computer equipment, our backup equipment, and printers. They're doing everything they can to, to try to get rid of this technology. Well, isn't it too bad? <laughs> Good try, guys, but it's not happening because... Tom, Tom's got friends. You know, uh, Dr. Mel, this kind of reminds me of earlier in history when a young man named Tesla came along. Yeah, or Rife. And, <laughs> or Rife came along and offered something to for humanity that was destroyed by the authorities and media. And he, you know why... The, the, it, nobody will ever admit this, but you know why they were destroyed? Because they what? couldn't figure out how to monetize it and make money exactly. off it. Exactly. The same with Edison, for God's sakes. They couldn't figure out a way to monitor the usage so they could make money on it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a travesty that our society, as, as advanced as we have become over the last hundred years, uh, 125 years, 150 years, that we are literally locked in or dead stopped in our growth as as a human race because authorities are full of greed 
<laughs> and just I like the MD. stand to have any type of growth without them being able to attach not even a dollar, but a penny. If they can't even make a cent off of this, they're not interested, and they will destroy it. Oh, I, yeah, I, I think it's more than just, you know, I totally agree with you guys on the finances around this, but it's more than that. It's like they lose their jobs. If the sewer departments and all the sewer, massive sewer departments all over the world have a system like this, what happens to the sewer departments? They, they have to go somewhere, and they're all freaked out. They forget that they could actually go out and dig up landmines that have been buried for 100 years or help people in other countries or something like that. The whole world is trained to think in terms of warfare and winning over and, as you said so strongly and you so correctly, monetizing. It's, it's, it's actually a, a, it's short-mindedness is what it is. They're so concerned about themselves, they don't see what would happen to them later on. Because where, <laughs> one, thing, where one bad thing ends, a good thing will pick up. It's true. Any time in commerce mm-hmm. or in society where one thing uh, has ended due because it's no good anymore, good things take its place. Well, that's but the prediction, Because by the way. people are so comfortable at being uh, what they're doing. They think they're doing good when they're not, and they're, they're providing for their families. And I, I praise them for that. But because they don't want to have their life upset or changed, they're so complacent, and this is what make, makes the greed for others so easy. They get you know, so let me slow you down here for a minute, okay? Want, I'm not going to say they're complacent. They Hang on a minute. I really think it's important that you get that something very big is happening, okay? What's been happening is, is people have looked, and they've seen no place to go. And it was the, Randy Shannon, who we had on the show um, last week, by the way, since she's been on the show... And since she's been doing what she's been doing, uh, Randy Shannon, Tom, do you know who that is? No, I do not. Okay, so Randy Shannon was running for senator in Iowa and winning, okay? And then Kelby Smith and a few other people talked to her, and she decided to come over to the Republic and be the state senator. And CW and I had her on the show last week. She's terrific, okay? But guess what's Mm -hmm. happened, CW, since Randy Shannon came over? 2,000% 2,000% more hits on our website every day since Randy Shannon came over. Wow. So this is not about, I, I don't want to hear about how people are complacent. What I want to hear about is how people had no place to go and now all of a sudden they see one and she's really an attractive, cool businesswoman. She's sharp and she's articulate. She turned down the race. Do you know why, Tom? Why? She went into a room and she heard him prepping people about what they would have to do and how the American public didn't have more than a seventh grade um, education and they wouldn't remember what they were doing anyway. And she was so unbelievably insulted, you know, like as far as her soul was concerned about the way they viewed viewers that she didn't care that she was winning the race because she knew that if she was in the middle of these people, she couldn't get anything done. So she's in the Republic. She's an Iowa senator in the Republic, and she's talking on all the big shows. CW, people are flocking to us. I'm going to do a CW, the way he brings it up on me. Flocking to us, CW. (laughs) Yes, they are. I love you, CW. Well, I'm eating with... uh... 
hey, Tom, you take this big red-headed guy around with you, and they'll treat you better. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm, 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 I'm scheduled to meet with Tim Turner today or tomorrow. Oh, really? So you're going down to Riverside today? Yes. Mm-hmm. Good enough. I'll see you in Riverside, honey. Awesome. I'm going to Riverside to you after I give my cat an IV and a few other things. Listen, what can we Perfect. do for you? Well, what else? Well, my goal, obviously. No, the repo. I am, and um, what my goal is is for the National Standards Enforcement Agency to enter into a joint powers agreement with the Republic to be the enforcement authority. Um, a lot of people don't know it, but the same date that the Clean Water Act was uh, enacted, adopted by Congress, also the. Uh, what that the, the Consumer uh, Protection Agency was established. And it's uh, a, an agency that has supreme powers over all other agencies, and it's not run by the president. It's run by a, a group of people that are organized as an oversight committee, and that's what NSEA is established to do. So we're going to do the paperwork, and we're going to announce that we are the Oversight Committee for the Consumer Protection Agency in this Joint Powers Agreement, and we are going to... NSEA is all about clean water and clean government. Ah! That's what we're about. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's pretty exciting. We have, uh, we have a lot of great things happening. Um, and, so have they uh, got you ordered back to court or anything, or do you need to have people oh, yeah. show up at your yeah, courthouse, or what do you need? Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, they they have us coming back and forth to court. They're trying every time to put us and arrest us. They were trying to arrest us in court this time, myself and and my cohort. So um, I at this point we just need prayers uh, because well, this you, is so we big. Are, we are going to pray. God. And CW prays <laughs> up a really good storm. But let me ask you a question. How did you avoid arrest this time? Uh, well, there was a mistake. They planned to arrest us in court, but they arrested us last Saturday. Or last, yeah, last Saturday. They just happened on a traffic stop. They, they, they pulled us over, and then they found that there were these warrants that, that put out for contempt. Was it contempt? No, it was perjury because we filled out a form and trying to remove the case to the Cherokee Wagonaw Grand Court, which is a non-biased court, because uh, we've, we've confirmed that all the courts are complicit with this unlawful wastewater enterprise. They're, they're put in place to maintain it, not to, not to allow it to get out of their control. I'll be done. So, they're very biased. I mean, they, they... What happened when you... Uh, they they wouldn't let you transfer venue. No, uh-uh. no. They, they we we've already prosecuted. <laughs> we've done a prosecution that's on NSEA under enforcement actions. It's five hundred eighty nine pages or six hundred eighty nine pages, and, and uh, we prosecuted through maritime prosecution process. The uh, the uh, county uh, district attorney. And the judge that's sitting on the bench on this case, persecuting us, gone through the whole prosecution process, accused them of, of 102 counts of treason, and they haven't disputed a single charge. Huh. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty big. It's, this is so big, that. it's unreal. Unlawful sewer discharges represent 40% of the municipal revenue nationally, and it's unlawful. All it's unlawful. Sewers were supposed to be eliminated by 1985. I think they're just getting bigger. Well, you know, yeah, let me ask you, uh-huh. I, I yeah. did promise something um, earlier, which is I mentioned the clavis multrum. Would you let our, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Clavis multrum is a self-contained um, system that's been around 20 or 30 years that what happens is every two or three or five years or whatever, it doesn't have a water attachment to it. What it does is it processes um, waste from your toilet, okay? And the clavis multrum um, has an interesting byproduct, which is it really produces a high-grade fertilizer as well. Um, Mother is Earth. It, is it a composter? It, it is a form of it, yeah. I, now, mind you, I mm-hmm. haven't read about it in 20 years, but I'm sure it's still out there. It's a cla- It's called a clavis multrum. Okay. Oh, I've heard of it. I have, yes. Yeah, people could go and get that thing right now. I wanted to do it, but I haven't had the finances. It's not exactly cheap, but it sure is fun. And what it does Mm -hmm. is it reprocesses all that waste. And then the city of Santa Monica is a really good place for for environmental things. And I live in the mountains in Topanga, and one of the things I saw at their waste thing, CW, were these huge storage tanks where you can store gray water and rainwater and things of that nature and then use it to water your garden all summer. So there's just tons of things going on. It sounds to me like what Tom's doing is really the most advanced version that I've heard of all of this and certainly the the most historically rooted, Tom. You've done like great work on putting that together and I want to send people once again to nsea.us. Once again, NSEA.us. You're listening to Waking Up in America. We're on the air with Tom Murphy. We had J.R. flit by. <laughs> and uh, we're getting ready to go to Riverside today to actually see the founding documents for the Republic of the United States of America. And we invite you, actually, to hop over there and visit the Republic. There's the chat on um, Thursday. There's Republic Roundtable. is Thursday, 6 to 7.30 at... 712-432-0075. That's 712-432-0075. And the code number is 851-350 a pound. There, I did that like CW. I, I'll never get your baritone, honey. Uh, is there anything <laughs> you would like to contribute in here for what you're hearing? I'm hoping we're blowing your mind. This technology as others that's been just covered up, destroyed by authorities, is the very type of technology our world needs. We need to be able to help our environment. We have environmentalists all the time talking about things, but they ignore technologies that will actually help make our world a better place. This is one of those technologies that will make our world a better place. Oh, it totally is. Ignored because nobody can figure out how to tax it or or uh, uh, make money off of it on a regular basis. Okay, you know, right? Yeah. What What I'm thinking here is we should invite people to come down to Riverside today, huh? 
and see the see the um, declaration of intent of sovereign intent. These are like the Fourth of July. The, uh, I, I think it's pretty cool. We're, they're expecting over 200 people uh, today. I, I believe seating is limited at this point. Okay, you did have and to have a reservation, didn't you? No big things are yeah. happening. The Declaration of Sovereign Intent is very much like the Declaration of Independence. And the mission for the Republic of the United States of America, please listen to this. Just take this into your soul and, and live by it. We the people hereby terminate the tyranny of financial slavery and unlawful presentment that binds us and bestows the favors of liberty and republic freedom by way of lawful means and peaceable assembly for all men and women under almighty God. It's like time to put God back in the equation. If it isn't God for you, if you don't call it God, if you call it Buddha or in AA they talk about the higher self, Whatever it is that causes you to look up, if you saw the opening nights of the Olympics last night, you heard the Torchbearer's Creed, Sitius, Altius, Fortius, Swifter, Higher, Stronger. Turn your head around and look around your living room and your home and all that you have going on and say, how can I make this higher, stronger? How can I make this better? And that's what the torchbearer is always doing. The torchbearer holds the torch high in the area. And I, I am a torchbearer. I do hold that torch. My Olympic torch is right here next to me right now. And the secret thing about torches and about vision, the higher you hold the torch, the lighter it gets. And so fortunately, Tom, like I said, you got friends, okay? So how can your friends support you this week? What would they? What could they do if they could do anything, uh, would be a prayer, right? That would be the biggest support? Uh, I just can't think of anything else, Val. That's I exactly can't think of anything bigger either, and you know what? We've got a super <laughs> prayer here. CW, will you put this? Will you put your hands together on this one for all of, our, all of our projects, all of our adventures, all of the needs that we have of recognition and truth and liberty and all that good stuff? Will you do a, a prayer for us, please? Father, we come before your humble throne thanking you that your word is true. And we come today asking for guidance. We have come together with the thoughts that you have given us, the information you have given us, and providing a better world for your kingdom. Yet we have powers that do not want to see this succeed. We are looking for the wisdom, the strength, and your continued guidance. We are looking to pick pick it up and lift it up, hold it high for you, and hold your name high. Amen. We exalt yes. your name. We magnify your name. As there is nothing greater, and we want to do the same with your kingdom. We ask that you take your mighty hand and lay it on Tom. Protect him and help him and guide him using the technology that you have given him. For us, flesh and blood, here on this earth, we ask that you do the same for all other technologies and the people who are looking to promote that in your name. In your name. We want to thank you now. And kitty cats and, and, and people that are ailing. We want to thank you, Lord, that you have taken the kitty cats that have disease. We want to thank you that you've done this for all animals and mankind. 
you relieve them of their disease. And we know you have the power to do it because we know that's in your word. And we also know that when more than two people come together and say that it's so, then it is so. And we thank you for letting us have that power in the flesh and in the flesh and blood. We thank you, Lord, for your continued wisdom. And we're going to thank you that it is done. We're just going to thank you that this is done, and we're going to continue to move forward because we know you are there for us. And we want to thank you, Lord, that all of our needs are met and the riches and glory of your Son, Christ Jesus. Amen. Yes, Lord. I'm, I'm having a vision. I appreciate I'm it. having a vision, CW, and I'm visualizing that everybody's financial issues are beginning to melt away, that as the month of August and the month of abundance move towards us, that um, the money that is needed and appreciated and is, um, so many projects have been on hold waiting for funding, and that that funding comes in during the month of August or sooner, and that that funding makes everything possible here. So that's what I'm seeing. I'm actually... <laughs> One of my um, clients called me up, I didn't tell you guys this, and asked me to explain something to her. And I said, well, tell me what it is you want me to explain. She said she lives in Oregon, and um, there have been a lot of lightning storms going on in Oregon. And I said, wow, that sounds awesome. And she said, yeah, but listen to this. She said, for 20 seconds, my house turned to gold, and everything in my house was gold. And it lasted 20 seconds, okay? That's a long time, whether it seems like that or not. And I interpreted that for her as though um, God had blessed her home. So may may your home become golden with light and energy and love and all the good stuff that we've got present. Tom, you got one last minute, sentence or two to say. One minute. What? I... I, I just one last thing is, is the financial situation. We have a program that's going to enable everyone to, to recover financially, to keep their homes. Cool. So there you go. So we've got programs for your homes. Come on over, check out the Republic. Go to the RepublicForTheUnitedStates.org. Uh, what we want to do is we want to say a um, a big thank you to our sponsor, C.W. Wright, this wonderful baritone you've been hearing of emergency management solutions. And boy, does he have his hands full with emergency solutions. Sir Jason Winter T. and Protand, and I love the stuff. Check it out at the website, wakingupinamerica.com. Thank you to our team at Voice America, Jeff Bernard, Nathan Jett, Brad Comer, and our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Vitale, Ron Simon, and Stacy. And Ron Hayes, um, you, you're being a great research assistant, and um, we love having you around. So I want to say thank you very much to Bent Meigen for our theme music, Almost Ordinary People. Next week, invite a friend to listen. Write us at val at wakingupinamerica.com. And remember, Sidious Altius Fortius. That's, uh, that's swifter, higher, stronger. It's the Olympics right now. You get to be an Olympian, and you get to be inspired. So... Uh, join us next week and Larry Hagman you rock JR have fun and Tom may God protect you this week thanks for listening thank you very much appreciate that and you're not crazy anymore thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard 
Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you knew, poor and through. Now your heart is open.